Welcome to the Sell or Die podcast. I'm your host, Jeffrey Gitterer. Well, in this podcast, we're going to help you attract more qualified, unbelievable, ready-to-buy clients. And the one thing you're hoping for, blows more deals. It's time to sell or die. Uh, Diehards, we have Brandon Steiner here today, and he's going to talk about sports, business, and money. Three things that everybody likes or loves. Uh, nobody doesn't like money. Nobody doesn't like business. And almost nobody doesn't like sports. Every once in a while, I'll ask somebody, you know, what team do you support? Who's your favorite team? And they go, I'm not really a sports fan. I don't even want to talk to them because they don't understand the emotion that's involved in wanting to win. Before I just start talking about Brandon, I go to a, a, a football bar on Sunday called Steamers. There's about 300 people there. The food is mediocre, but they're all Eagles fans. They're all Eagles fans. So when we score, the whole bar stands up and screams the Eagles fight song, Fly Eagles Fly. It is the best atmosphere. It's be It's as good as being at the game because there's screens all over. There's like a hundred screens all over the place, big screens. And everybody has the Eagles gear on. And I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. The fans are there. Who are you a fan of? And I want you to think about as a, as a diehard, who are you a fan of? Or if you're all somewhere around the world, who, what team do you support? That's big. And bigger is a person who can put you in front of those people. And that's Brandon Steiner. He is one of the, one of, if not the premier sports memorabilia guy in the world. And he understands it from the standpoint of he makes friends with players, not just gets them for money, but he makes friends with those and has a lifetime relationship. Please welcome the great Brandon Steiner. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me. And uh, Jeff, that's a bar that I won't be going to. I just trying to make sure you get the spelling of that name. <laughs> that shit ass bar. But um, you love yeah. when your team's doing well, though. It's funny. Oh, how yeah. Cities just sit, you know, you don't realize the value when your team does well, how much money and what derives restaurants, bars, sporting goods uh, stores. The whole city gets lifted up when your team's doing well. It's nice to see Philadelphia between the Phillies and between yeah. the Eagles. You know, they're doing really well. And it helps your city, the morale, everything. So, you know, sports is like a religion. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. But you know what's crazy, too, by the way? You said, you know, if you don't know, if you, so many women over the last 10, 15 years, their biggest sports fans than men. The men oh, yeah. have been a huge oh, yeah. lift. Because women were always on the outside. They'd watch a game here or there. Women know. I, I'm sitting at a game. I mean, a woman's like, she's telling me how this is going right. to go down. Can you believe Exactly. It? He just threw a curveball in that situation. And, you know, we used to do one-on-one. Right. -on -one. You know, we used to do football for women one-on-one -on, -one on a Monday night. And now it's like you always have to do that for the men. The women are just – and you go to an event, it's almost 50-50 now, women and men. Yeah. So it's how and they all have gear on. They, they all have gear on. Everybody. Oh, it, started with, all it started with the Cubs. The Cubs have fans that come out of the woodwork and they all have gear and they're all standing out. The bars around Wrigley are just crowded all the time. Crazy. And the challenge that you have, and to, to me, it is who can spend the most money? Because my daughters will send me Eagles gear. Dad, I saw this and thought you might like it. You know, they know my size. They see the thing. And, they, and so I have like 10 pieces of Eagles gear in there from my kids. That's I the whole that ugly vest you're wearing. I, I actually, when I think of sending you stuff, it's usually stuff I'm about to throw out, but that's Phillies or Eagles. But people are spending. That's good, too. That's an ugly um, vest. I'm just going to put it out there, but that's fine. Let me share something with you, a diehard, <laughs> that you may not know. Brandon Steiner starts his day giving. Is that true? That's true. Two acts. Who can I send something to today? 
Who can I send something to today that will feel good about what I get? I was at a and, dinner last night, and that, that's exactly what I'm going to do this morning. There's two donations I'm going to make to, uh, to two Bronx communities to help kids get them off the street and play sports. Good. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I'm going to share with you my lifetime Brandon Steiner gift. <laughs> What's that? One day, I get in the mail a picture of Mariano Rivera, arguably the greatest closer in the history of sports. And it says to Jeffrey from one closer to another. Now, I could not in the history of Gitterberg, I could not have asked for anything more significant or more emotionally attached to me. And I didn't ask for it. He gave it. What can you do for your customer? What can you give them that will sit on their desk forever or, or hang on their wall forever? This is this is only going to be on my wall till I die. Jeff, I always say it's not who you know, and it's not what you know, but it's what you know about who. And I think oh, when you cool. do that, when you do, it's not what you know, not who you know, but what you know about who, which really leads you to a beginning of a relationship when you start doing that work. And totally. then if you get something that's meaningful to someone, whatever it may be, if it's a box of chocolate chip cookies, because they love chocolate chip cookies from this cookie maker in this small little town that you're visiting, maybe it's that you, yeah. it's that you recognize and see that person as a person other than just the business you want to do with them. It means, it means the world. I agree. Now the cookies are gone in a week, but the picture of Mariano stays for years. That's 15 years ago. Yeah. So let me throw this at you. You Does it have to be a sports person? No. This is a guy named Hillel Presser who sent me a Steve Jobs business card for my birthday because he knows Steve Jobs is my is my idol. And so I call Hillel once a week. I've, I've had this for about five years. I call Hillel once a week to thank him. I don't know what to do. I, I get, And he's a, he's a lawyer. He's an asset protection lawyer. He's just a great guy. We're pals. You know, he's a nice Jewish boy. We all hang together. But what an emotional mark he made on me. And I walk by my desk and see it every day that I'm home. Every day. And I don't think, oh, there's my Steve Jobs business card. I think Hillel, the guy who gives it to you, like, I look at that. I, I don't think of Mariana Rivera. I think of Brandon Steiner. So Brandon is giving you this idea today. Talk about a couple of the things that you send to people. You know, I, I, first of all, you got you gotta, a lot of people look at gifting as a task and it's, it's a it's a box checker. Oh, I got to get somebody a gift. I find joy in getting people cool stuff. And I'm constantly looking for cool stuff and thinking of cool stuff. So as each day comes, I have cool stuff at my fingertips. So, you know, mm -hmm. I'll send you a ball that just met you. Hey, I want to get the ball rolling. Or I'll send you a ball signed by a pitcher in the city that you live in, not signed by the biggest name, and say, I hope you're looking forward to my pitch. Or I'll send you a hockey yeah. puck and say, we have the same goal in common. Or I'll send you a box pair of boxing gloves and say, I'm going to fight for your business. Or, you know, yeah. or if I send you a signed baseball bat, you know, I'm looking forward to hitting more home runs next year with you. And I'll, do, I'll, I'll just do a simple bat customized with your name on it, or I may get a home run hitter to sign it, you know, that kind of thing. Um, you know, I'm always I'm always thinking out of the box of what I could send, and I'm trying to be creative and doing it. Like, I take broken hockey sticks from different teams, and I make ice scrapers out of it. And two or oh, three wow. days before I know it's going to snow, I say, look, I was going to throw out these hockey sticks, but I figure it's going to snow. You may need these. I know you're a hockey fan, so... Here's an ice scraper for when it snows and you get it the day before. Cool. And you, got really this, cool. you got this 
got this hockey stick. You know, it's pretty cool. So, you know, you just kind uh, of be creative with stuff. You know, gifting, you don't want to overdo it, Jeff. I don't want people agreed. to feel like, oh, my God, he got me this. What's he expecting back? I want somebody to know I see you. Like, you're a great closer. You taught me a lot about sales and closing in your talks over the years. So I knew when I was with Mariano, who doesn't really write stuff like that often, by the way, but I asked him to do me a favor because you're the ultimate salesman. That's you're known for it, all your books. So from one closure or another, we hit home. And I think you want to send something that hits home that has a connection to someone because it means that I see you and that you're not just another number. Sending a bottle of wine or a box of popcorn, I never understood it. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. I'll tell you one yeah, more I mean, thing also about the gifting thing. Don't send your Christmas gift that gets there a week before Christmas. My right. gifts get there. I'm, I'm, I'm a first gift giver. My shit's coming at Thanksgiving. I'm yeah. thankful for the business. Happy holidays. I want my gift to get there first. If it gets there in the middle of December with all the other gifts, you don't even remember who got you what. I want my Correct. gift to be there early. I want it to be first. And I want it to be thoughtful. The diehards that are, that are listening or watching, John Rulin wrote a book called Giftology, and he recommends that you never gift on Christmas. So just be aware. Good guy. Great guy, actually. Good friend of mine. Great book. And uh, the whole, yeah. Yeah, the whole gifting thing is all about making an, an emotional impact. What can you do to this person that makes an emotional impact that they save forever? And they, when they, if, if it's a, a book for their new kid, their newborn kid, I send a little, little engine that could, and I autograph it. And I say, this is not just a book for a kid. It's a philosophy for a lifetime. And they'll never throw it away. Yeah. And you know where I learned book, this from, Jeff? You know where I learned this from? Where? I'm a 12 month, I'm a 12 month gift giver. Mm -hmm. I was in California. My friend was a production assistant for Steven Spielberg. He says, Steven's out of town. Come over at Amblin, where I work. We can hang out in his office. We'll watch Monday Night Football in the theater where he watches movies. This is going to be great. So we're walking around. He's giving me a tour. Office, the place was really impressive. It was just amazing what he had built. And he takes me in his office and he shows me this room. I mean, it's huge. And I, what is going, is this like the apartment store? And he goes, because it was every kind of gift you could imagine, right? And it wasn't Christmas time. It was like in October. And he goes, Stephen buys gifts 12 months a year. He's trying to develop relationships with people that are really important. And he wants to have the best of the best stuff available. So when he meets somebody or he wants to thank somebody, he doesn't have to start thinking about it. He just goes in the closet. He finds something that fits and sends it out 12 months a year. You know, you're dealing with guys like Tom Hanks, Harrison Ford, big names. You can't just send yeah. him anything. It has to be something really thoughtful and unique. And when he sees something unique anywhere in the world, any catalog, and there it was. I mean, just a ton of stuff. And he goes, he's just constantly sending out gifts to thank people to either initiate a relationship or to be thankful and show gratitude for one. And those are the two things yeah. you want to think about with gifting is you want to initiate a relationship, start one. It's a thought, sending a thoughtful gift or show gratitude and appreciation for your relationship. You want to continue and go forward is a great way to think about how you gift for people. So it can also be a thank you, a simple thank you. The ball on my desk, one of the balls on my desk is signed by the staff of the hotel of the Burbank Hilton uh, thanking me for their talk. It still sits on my desk. That talk was 15 years ago. So think about, you know, I, I, I did a training for the Yankees and they sent me a thank you note on the ball, on the Yankees ball. It's totally cool. There's so many things you can do for cheap. Yeah, take a bottle of Patron. I don't know how much that costs, but probably 30 bucks or 40 bucks, maybe 50 bucks versus a baseball signed by a pitcher that's not a lot of money, but it's this guy's favorite player. I mean, you know, the tequila is gone in a week, maybe in a night. 
But the that's baseball, what the guy drink tequila to begin with. Yeah, that's true. Don't send me what you want. Send me what I want. Exactly. I just well, I'm happy when people send me liquor, but it pisses me off because I don't really drink. But my kids love me yeah. for it. I send all yeah, that stuff. Exactly. To kids. Love me. Yeah. So I'll call a hotel in advance because I'm high level Marriott and a high level Hilton for life. Because I've stayed in thousands of nights. If I call the general manager, I say, don't put your crap in my room to welcome me. Put my crap in there. I want pineapple. I want raspberries. I want bottled water and not your crap. And I get it every time. But they don't think to call me and go, Jeffrey, what do you want? You know, you're a lifetime diamond. What, what do you want? They don't care. Let, me, let, me, let me actually put it, let me put it in a little bit of a different framework. What hotel do you go to that you get two warm cookies when you walk in? Double Tree. Thank you. Double Tree gives out 75,000 cookies a day. 37% wow. of the people talk about it, post about it. You don't see a lot of Double Tree hotels, but people love getting those two warm cookies. It's remarkable. It's replicable. It reach. It's reachable. It's replicatable. You can do it all the time. Like, what's the thing out there that you're selling that you can gift that's remarkable, replicable, reachable? It does. You don't have to spend a lot of money. Those two cookies don't cost a lot, but they're warm. You come in, you get them. You're really happy. And that's why I look at it like with my dirt, where I send these small little gifts that is. Yeah. They do it all the time, and people remember me by it. I have your dirt. It's funny. I they're on another desk. I don't want to leave the screen right now, but I have a uh, a coaster by my computer for coffee and it's don't fuck up the table. Okay. So I have a client coming in from who does curbs for air conditioners and I have a cup by my desk and I leave to go to the bathroom and this woman comes over and puts her coaster on top of my coaster. And so I come back from the bathroom. I lift my cup up and I see her coaster on there. I have to keep it there. I have to keep it there. And it makes me think of her every freaking day that I have a cup of coffee by my computer. So that's the name of the game, about, you know, getting people to think yeah. about you when you're not with them is remarkable. Yeah, that's, right? it. that's it. Who's top of mind so that when they do need you, you're right there. And right now you're in a position where you're constantly have to die hard. You send like emails that are bullshit emails about the offer that you're making this week or the, the thing that's happening. I want you to send me something where I think of you, not you're emailing me. That's the whole deal. And there's people in my life, I can't not think of them because of what they've done for me. Cannot not think of them. So I'm throwing it at you. This is, uh, you know, what are you going to, what are you going to do? It's for everything. Yeah. It's everything. And like it has somebody called to do me and said, how... you know, we were talking about you last night. Yeah. You know, Brandon, we were talking about you last night. I'm like, wow, how cool is that? I'm not even there. They're 10,000 miles away and they're talking about something I'd sent them or something I did with them. That's, yeah. the, that's the remarkable thing that you're striving for. And that's how you make money while you're sleeping. When other people are talking about you, you're not even pitching them, you're not even selling them. But in order to do that, you got to fill your, you got to give your, give up your, you got to do things. You got to think of other people and you got to care right. about other people and you got to do these things, not at the traditional time but all the time you have to know about people you have to understand who they are what what grabs them emotionally because if you don't grab them emotionally you lose you literally freaking lose because you're going to lose because they're going to ask for three bids and if your bid's not the lowest they're going to take a lower price i want people to buy your price and you make your profit that's the if deal people love you they'll pay a little more if yeah. they love you and are connected with you, they're going to stay with you because they like you, trust you, and love you. So when you're doing your business, leave with love. You know, at the end of the day, just doing a good job and having a good product is not enough. 
It's not enough to create loyalty. It may be enough to get you that deal done on that day, but it won't create loyalty just doing a good job, having a good product. You got to do more than that if you want to have a customer turn into a fan for life. I'm in the fan business, Jeff. Like, I want fans, not customers. I want people to like, I really like that guy. He's a good dude. And I love working with him. I'm going to show you two other things that are on my desk, and I can't mention the name of people that gave it to me, but I'm a big Bugs Bunny fan. I have all kinds. I've seen... 650 of the 750 cartoons that Warner Brothers made. I have all kinds of stuff signed by Chuck Jones. Every drawing, everything you can think, thousands and thousands of dollars worth of Warner Brothers memorabilia. This guy sends me this thing called Fig Pin, and it, it's a pin of Bugs Bunny, and it's Love cool it. as hell. Cute. Cute. 20 bucks. It's 20 bucks, and he tops it. Who's your favorite guitar player? I said, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a big lead guitar guy. You know, I'm... I'm I'm ACDC, I'm Pink Floyd. He sends me a freaking Angus Young pin from ACDC. And the song that I love, It's a Long Way to the Top If You Want to Rock and Roll, is an earmark for sales. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. Because most salespeople are mediocre. And they don't have the inspiration. Brandon sends inspiration on a daily basis to other people so that they will be inspired to not just to think about Brandon, but to think about themselves. Huge. Did you see, Jeff, did you see there's a thing, you know, Bob Knight, who's a close friend, just passed yeah. away. I, I just learned so much from Bob. And one of the stories he talks about is, you know, he took this, he had this basketball class. And the kids come in the class. He goes, well, coach, how do you motivate people? So he goes into the class and he finds a kid that's a little heavy set, a little short. And he takes a $20 bill out of his pocket and puts it on the top of the door. He says, I want you to jump up. Well, first he goes, I want you to jump up and see how high you can reach. And the kid jumps up and he can't touch the spot. And then he puts the $20 bill on the spot he wants him to touch. And the kid goes back and jumps up and grabs the $20 bill. He goes, that's how you coach. You find out how to motivate people and get the most out of people. <laughs> and, I, and I think that people misunderstand, you know, the job as a leader is to find a way to get the best out of your people and to motivate them, not just tell them what to do, but to show them what they can do. Um, and I think that's a big part of leadership that I think we're missing these days, that you know, people are remote, they're not connected always, but you've got to find ways to reach people and motivate them. And and, and I think that's a critical co- component. You, know, you have the gifting, but the personal contact that you have with people, whether it's via Zoom, like we're doing now or in person, you've got to find ways to touch people. And sometimes it's a gift that you do it even with your own salespeople, even with people on your team. You, know, you can't think of just gifting just for people that you want to make more money on because good friends and yeah. people you're associated with, they lead you to business too. It's all connected. Correct. Or they're an influencer that can get you the business. Um, two quick Bob Knight facts for me. One is he was emotional and passionate and driven as a coach to win. World needs more coaches like Bob Knight. Totally. I want to, and yeah. second fact, he never recruited a player more than four hours away because he wanted their parents to come to the game. I told you that. But also, I'll tell you something about Bob Knight. You know, we went to, we went to the garden one night. He was doing the game for ESPN. And he says, Brandon, I got a whole boatload of stuff. And can you help me sell it? I said, yeah. He goes, I'm in Lubbock. I'll give you two weeks to come. If not, I'm throwing it out. It's like, damn. I get, I, get, I get to the airport. He picks me up, drops me off the hotel. He goes, see that bench over there? I'm going to come pick you up at 8 o'clock. If you're here at 801, just go to the bell and ask for direction. You can walk to my house. Yeah. 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 That's where the freaking starts. So I go to his house. And a long story short, he was a crazy collector and 
We sold his rings to Mark Cuban and everything. It was great. But in his room, in his one room, there's hundreds of books, a lot of war books, and then every basketball book you ever imagined, Jeff. Every basketball. And this is something I learned from you, too, by the way. I still have your book from 1929, the sales book. He's got hundreds of basketball books. And I go, Bob, you read these books? I mean, this is Dean Smith, this one, that one. He goes, nah. I started looking through the books, the highlighted Mark tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the greatest coach maybe of all time. And he's a dog without a bone, trying to learn, trying to get an edge, trying to yeah. grill, grill, grab something to give him a little extra edge. And the great ones are learners. They're constantly looking to learn. They're constantly looking to grow. And that's something I learned from you, too. You always had a lot of books. I still have my red book that you gave me from 1929. I read on my bookshelf, which the same principles 100 years ago from that milk company. I don't know if you remember the book. Yeah. So 100 yeah. years ago is the same principles we're talking about today. So outrageous. That's crazy. And it, but it's accurate. I, my library is full of treasures, but it's also full of books that I've read that taught me from literally from 1850 how to be a better person. And that automatically makes you a better salesperson. Just think about that. Die hard. You're listening to this incredible episode, but more important than that, you're trying to gain that one or two things that you can take away. Please get to know people personally so you can do something that's memorable. And please stay a student. You do those two things, you're going to win. You don't do those two things, you're not going to win. Or you're going to lose to somebody who's already doing that. That's critical piece. I always say happiness resides on the crossroads of of gratitude and growth. If you're not growing and you don't have gratitude on a daily basis, then you're probably not that happy. And I always call it, you want to be a rose, your rate of self-efficiency, your rate of self-effectiveness. So you're start thinking about, everybody's like, oh, this person's not doing this. How are you getting better? How are you growing? Is you If you're growing and learning and getting better, whatever it is, you're probably a relatively happy person. because you, you, that, That's why we're here, right? We're going to have another episode. Brandon and I are going to do another episode because he, if you know the history of Brandon Steiner, you know that he has remarkable successes and challenges. And those challenges happen in New York City where people are not challenged uh, intellectually. They're challenged with their wallet. They're challenged with their personality. They're challenged with their business. And uh, I'm going to say that there's a lot of people that don't do it the right way. I think that's the easiest way to do it. I sat with the CEO of HarperCollins one day and I said, you know, all people in publishing at the top are liars and whores. And he goes, well, yeah, but they admit it. They, they, they're not, they're no good nicks. And Brandon has come through arguably one of the most challenging times of his life as he's in the 60s and emerged not just victorious, but happy victorious. So we're going to we'll have another episode about that, about what happens when somebody does wrong things to you and what do you have to do to make it right? Because you can lie in the gutter, whine, complain, or you can rebuild and triumph. And that's I think that's a, a an excellent story. I think that the title of his book should be Fuck Me. No, 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 no. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm a happy guy. I'm growing a brand new business. It's hard not to have my Steiner name, but now it's collectible change. But, you know, so it's been a blessing because I could, I could, I just much more reachable. And I'm able to do this dream that I had 20 years ago that I was putting on the back shelf. And I didn't realize how dusty he was getting. And then, you know, sometimes you just got to blow up what you got to make room for the next thing. And, but it's painful, Jeff. And it gets blown up, but then when you clear the way and everything, it's, there's a nice little rainbow waiting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the rainbow's good, especially if you can. Uh, what we need to do, Brandon, is hang out in Paris for a couple of days and 
wait for the rain. Yeah, you love Paris. Mm-hmm. My wife's going in next week, and then I'll meet her in Switzerland because I've done the Paris thing, but I'll let her spend all the money and have some fun. I can get, don't put her on the phone with me. I'll give her too many hints. Yeah, I'm sure. But I'm ready mm-hmm. to sell that collection you got back there. No problem anytime, just an FYI. I understand. This I is understand. good. It's a good start, man. We got we to get together. There's a lot of us to share with your audience, and you know, I'm a big fan of yours, so hopefully this was helpful, but you know, yeah. we, there's a lot of good lessons to be learned when you get the restart, the reboot, which is what a lot of people want to do and and you know getting reboot getting re- reset and getting refired up is such an important element especially as you get older you keep thinking that maybe you don't have it but you do and you can it's yeah. never too late to be and do the things you want to do you just got to get re- reset get your mind right i'm going to call harvey and ask him to come out to the reunion you should uh, i don't be great. i don't know i have to check my calendar and see if i'm okay to do it but if i can maybe he'll you know we'll see it'd be fun it's gonna be great you know it's always good yeah diehards we're gonna leave brandon right now great episode find something personal do something memorable and the collectible exchange we're gonna put his um stuff in the notes so if you need to buy something you might want to buy it from brandon and see if we can get you a couple of customers as a result of that and brandon you take care of yourself diehard go make a sale even if your ass falls off cheers thanks for listening to the show don't forget to like Share. Yeah, share with both your friends. And subscribe to the podcast. And remember, we have a free 22-day sales challenge. Just go to gamer.com slash sales challenge to start you on your way.